welcome to Over the Edge Podcast with Paige Ray. I am Paige. And this is a weekly chat about pushing creative boundaries, making big moves without knowing all of the answers, and jumping off a cliff to our dreams while figuring out how to build a plane on the way down. So find your favorite chair, grab your coffee, and get ready to live the dream without losing your mind. Let's go over the edge together, friends. good news for you today. My dear friend, my dear creative, I want you to know that you are not blocked. No matter what project you're working on, no matter how slow it's going, no matter how frustrated you feel, you do not have a creative block. And I actually want to talk about that today because that's what's putting me over the edge this week is creatives who are so incredible at what they do and have so much cool, amazing, inspirational things to put into the world but they're not doing it because they say, oh, I have a block. Oh, I want to write a book, but I have writer's block. Oh, I want to make a photo, but I'm creatively blocked. I just don't know what to do. And let's rearrange that thinking a little bit today. Uh, Today, we're going to, number one, we're going to kind of first shift how we think of creative energy because a lot of times we think of it as like a singular ball of energy inside of us and that's not what it is. And then I'm going to break down a few different phases of blocks because it's not just, oh, I'm staring at a blank page. I'm blocked. I can't do anything. There are actually distinct phases of, oh, I have a block and you might not even say, oh, I have a block. You might call it something else, but we're going to start to walk through those so you can recognize them. And then I'm going to give you a little outline of how to get back into creative mode, output mode, doing energy that's nice and broad. You can make it your own, but it does work. So number one, creative blocks are not real. Not even writer's block. And there's, I know there's somebody listening to this and going, yeah, right. And that's okay. That's okay because uh, all of us have had this moment where we start with a blank canvas, an empty photo frame, a blank page, and we are just so dang intimidated by it. But first, let's talk about what's going on when we feel like we just can't do the thing that we know we want to do, we're meant to do, we're pretty sure we can do, but we just can't get it out of us. So when you think of your creative energy, I want you to, mm, I want you to stop for a moment if you can. If you can sit down for a moment and close your eyes and take a deep breath, I would like you to do that now. And what I want you to ask yourself is, what does my creative energy look like inside of me? What shape does it take? If it were actually a physical form, what is it? And I want us to shift our thinking away from the idea that our creative energy inside of us is some sort of singular like object, a ball of glowy golden sparkle light, which is nice. Or maybe you're picturing an object, maybe you're picturing a place. But I want us to move away from the idea that it is like a singular thing inside of us with edges around it. Because obviously we don't, here in this podcast, we don't care about edges very much, right? We want to expand beyond them. So don't think of your creative energy as something with edges inside of you. I want you instead to think of it as a channel, a long line that flows right through you from the top of your head to the bottom of your toes. It shoots out the the top of your head, it shoots out the bottom of your toes, out of your fingertips, whatever that looks like. That energy doesn't start inside of you. Instead, it flows through you and it's something that connects you to 
whatever you want it to connect you to. Is it the earth? Is it nature? Is it an energy? Is it source? Is it the universe? You put your word in right now. But I want you to know that it's not just an act of creation that we are seeking, but instead an act of co-creation with the rest of the universe, with the rest of the world, with earth, with nature, with other people. Acts of creation aren't just about what we're putting on the page or putting into the frame of our photo. Acts of creation are sitting in conversation with people. They're putting an outfit together that you feel really good at, good in. It's going somewhere on a road trip. Acts of creation are all around us and we are connected to everything around us. So when we actually sit and focus that creative energy into a specific project, that also is an act of co-creation. And it is something that is often driven and inspired and energized by other ways that we live our life, right? So we are constantly in co-creation with a creative channel that runs through us, connects us to the world, connects us to energy, connects us to the universe or whatever word you want to put in there. That channel knows very well that it is not served by blocking anything, right? The whole purpose of it is to exist through you so you can bring it to life. So sending you a block doesn't get it very far. If you think if you if you think of this energy or this channel as like separate, like a separate its own entity or whatever, and you don't have to do that. But let's say it is a separate entity entity that happens to run through you that wants to be expressed in the world. There is nothing that serves it by sending you a block, by allowing itself to get blocked. It's not gonna do that. What is gonna happen instead is sometimes it's gonna slow down because maybe you've been doing a lot lately. Um or you need to rest, or it's just time for it to slow down. Maybe it's gonna be slow for a while, maybe it's not. And also sometimes, maybe some debris gets in the way that needs to be cleared out with a nice little meditation or something like that. But it's never blocked because there's no actual purpose in blocking creativity in the world. So I want you to kind of dispel that thought that blocks even exist because why? What's even the purpose? We are here to make things, we are here to create. I believe that in a very deep level. Like the whole point of us being on this planet is to make things. And I don't just mean things, objects. I mean to express ourselves, to write, to be ourselves, to create whatever you want to create. And that might be a data spreadsheet. That might be a painting. That might be a book. That might be a family. That might be a business. Who knows? Who cares? It's yours. Whatever it is you want to create, that's you. We we showed up here to create. And so we are meant to do that. So there's no purpose being served with a block. So that's why I genuinely don't believe that blocks exist, including writer's block, which is the most well-known and most most notorious among us, right? So let's talk about the three phases of being blocked, and then let's talk about the three steps to moving through it, right? So there are three distinct phases uh, for what I think a lot of us would call blocks, but some of them wouldn't, some of us wouldn't even call these phases blocks. The first one is the most obvious one. It's when you're sitting down and you're looking at a blank page or a blank canvas or a photo frame with nothing in it or whatever else you're trying to make that day. And it's the beginning. You're starting from scratch. That is the most intimidating place to be. And it's when a lot of us give up, to be honest with you. It's when a lot of people look at it and go, oh, <laughs> this this page is blank and you want me to put a whole book into it? Okay, right. 
that is when a lot of people go, you know what, why don't I go make coffee first and answer a few emails and I'll come back to this, except we never come back to it and we've got to come back through it. You have to push through that beginning phase and the way you push through that beginning phase, the way that you get things done is you have to be willing to do it badly. You've got to be able, this is such a big part of creative life. It's you've, you have to fail. I'm begging you to fail at something. If you're doing everything perfectly, then you're, what, then how, first of all, let us know how. But what is it that you're creating that really feels like it is meeting the edges of you, of your limits, that's really making you grow as an artist, as a creative, whatever you're doing? If you are doing that without any failure, are you really pushing the edges of what you can do? Or are you just doing what you know you can do, what you've done a hundred times, what other people have done a hundred times, you know it's going to work, so I'm going to stay safe and do it this way. So I would encourage you to get into the mindset of, I am willing to do this badly in order to just do it, period. Because you can go back and fix it. It's fine. So that's the first phase of blocks. And that's how you get through that first phase of blocks is you got to be willing to do it badly. The second phase of blocks is the middle part. And I like to talk to people about cleaning out their closet. This is, okay, so... Have you ever cleaned out your closet? And you start and you're like, oh, I cannot wait to do this. I cannot wait to feel refreshed. Let's start. And you take everything out of your closet and you put it into different piles. And you have a maybe pile and a maybe maybe pile and a keep pile and a throw pile and a mm, maybe throw pile, right? You have a million different piles because you're not really sure what you're going to do yet with everything. And you kind of get to this phase where it looks like a tornado, swept through your closet and just threw everything onto the bed and that phase is really hard it feels completely overwhelming and you kind of look at it and you're like I'm never gonna get this done much less get it done well and that part's really hard and it's the same with pretty much any creative project you do there is always some sort of tornado phase near the middle where you kind of look at it and you're like did I mess everything up did I make a lot of wrong decisions here what are we doing is this gonna turn out terrible And that feels really scary, especially when there's like client work on the line. But when you're in that phase, you have to let yourself be overwhelmed and you have to take it one step at a time, right? You can't look at it and go, how do I fix all of this at once? No, no. You have to get go. You have to keep going. And this is where trust the process really comes in. Trust that you made good decisions, that you do know what you're doing, that you are going to reach the end of this. You've got to trust the process. You've got to trust yourself because this phase feels really overwhelming. And what happens when you feel that way is you start making different choices. You start changing things. And that is when you will end up in a place that you can't come back from or that will sink your time cost, right? You can't start changing everything at this phase unless you really do need to. But you also have to stay aware of what's happening. You have to be able to tell yourself, I'm simply in the tornado phase. If I take the next step I know I need to take because you you started this with a plan, then I will finish. And you just keep taking that next step, trusting the process until you get to the end phase. Now, this phase is exciting because you're done. You have finished your work. And what we want at this point is for you to look and go, oh, I love it. Thank goodness. Right? You see how everything came together in the end. You trusted the process. You kept going even when it felt intimidating to do so. You were willing to do it bad so that you could go back and fix it and do it better. 
you you did it. You're able to look back at the project and go, we did it. We made a thing. And that's excellent. That's what we want. But sometimes you get to the third block. You get to the end of your project and you look at it and you go, oh my God, I'm terrible. I, te- I hate this. I don't ever want to see it again. People are going to hate it. They're going to laugh at me. They're going to point at me. I can't share this with the world. What did I do? I'm so bad at this. How dare I think I could make things for a living or just at all in life? Oh, that's one of the worst phases to believe to be in. But what I need you to know is that after all of this making, your brain is going to lie to you a little bit, especially if you're a perfectionist. Your brain's going to lie to you a little bit when you get to this phase. And so here's what I need you to do. I need you to go take a nap. I need you to put it down. I need you to not look at it for like a week, if you have a week, but at least a day. Put it down, put it away. Don't even think about it. Do not sit there and go, oh my God, I'm terrible. I'm going to, don't do it. It's going to waste your time. It's going to waste your tears because here's what's going to happen. You're going to go back in a week or a day or whatever time you can take away from it. And you're going to, oh my God, wait, this is actually so good. You're going to take some time from it and you're going to realize how great and how, how great it is and how happy you are with it. It's just in the moment, in the moment. And isn't that the problem in all of these phases? In the moment, the blank page is really intimidating. In the moment, the tornado is overwhelming. In the moment, the final product doesn't, isn't what you needed it to be, isn't what you thought it should be. But maybe it is. If you can step back. Keep your wits about you and start over again. Not start over again, but keep your wits about you and mentally reset uh, so that you're not getting in your own way here because that's really what we do best as creatives is get in our own way. So and now I'm going to walk you through three steps to get past any of these block phases, but especially the first phase. This is where it's incredibly infect- effective. But this is effective at all of the block phases, right? Whether it's the blank canvas phase, the tornado phase, or the I'm bad at this, I suck phase. So what I want you to do is I want you to do something. I want you to do something and go somewhere different. Whether you go put everything down and you just go to the museum for a couple of hours or you go to the beach if you're near a beach, if you go to a park, if you go to your friend's house, if you go eat at a restaurant, whatever you're doing, I need you to put everything down. I need you to go somewhere and I need you to do something that's not the creative thing. I need you to put the creative thing down, go somewhere and do something different. That's what that's what we want right now. It doesn't it doesn't matter what phase you're at. These can be for any phase, for any block phase, but you, you got to put it down. You got to turn your brain off because you're being too hard on yourself. I already know that. I need you to do something and go somewhere different. That's number one. Number two, this is the second time I've told you this, but I need you to take a nap or get a good night's sleep. Do something to refresh your brain and reset your brain. And that's a nap or a night's sleep because you will come back to this differently with new eyes once you've gotten some rest. Oftentimes, the part that's stressing us out the most is also the part that's keeping us up at night, and we probably aren't getting rest, and you do deserve that even in times of stress. So number one, do something and go somewhere different. Number two, take a nap, go to sleep, get a good night's sleep. And number three, I want you to completely change the creativity of your brain and try something different, right? So if your project is a photo project, I want you to go pick up some drawing paper and pencils. If you are a painter, I would like you to try sculpting. Um, If you are 
um, a coach, I would like you to, instead of coaching or creating your program, um, I would like you to go write a chapter of your book, right? Switch the medium. And here's the key. Here is the key to switching your medium for a little bit because it will reset your creative brain. The key to this is switch to a medium that you know you're bad at. Because what we don't want you doing right now is going, well, this project's not going well, but I'm really good at this other thing. So I'm going to go be good at something else since this isn't going well. That's not what we want. We don't want you out of the creation phase of the project that you feel blocked on. We want you to just reset a little bit. We want you to reset the creativity in your mind. So instead of pulling your focus into a whole new project that you want to suddenly go be killer at over here, we want you to go be bad at something just so that you can do it, just so that you are physically moving your creativity in a different way. So choose a thing that you aren't good at. Mine is sketching. I'm not good at sketching. I don't draw objects very well. So that's what I try and do when I'm having a block is I get my nap in, I go to the museum and then I sketch because I'm bad at it. And those things will start to shake out any creative blocks. And you can't see me, but I'm putting air quotes around blocks. They will start to shake out any creative blocks that you have. Because again, your creative block isn't real. You just have to figure out how to work with your creative or co-creative channel. And that's all that is. Thank you for joining me here today on Over the Edge podcast. Come back next week. And of course, like, subscribe, give me five stars. I would love that. Um, Help a girl out because I am new to this podcasting thing and I could really use the support. Thank you guys so much for being here and I'll talk to you next week.